it's Tuesday. It's good to be back with you, Mona. How are you? Likewise. I'm okay. How about you? Well, apparently the word of the day is depraved. You and I had a little conversation before we started. And once again, asking the, it seems like the eternal question, who are these people? Yeah. You know, you're, you're reading Tim Alberta's book and you're going to have him on your podcast, you know, about the role of the churches and everything. And I, I am so struck by that anecdote from Tim's book where he's at his father's funeral and some guy comes up and, you know, hands him a note ripping on him for not being more loyal to, you know, Donald Trump. And it's like, who are these people? And, and I was mentioning you, Nancy French has a post where she talks about after her, uh, you know, cancer diagnosis, she and David go to uh, her daughter's swim meet. One of his old classmates comes up to him and in a very passive aggressive way, starts ripping on them. And it's, it is one of those questions about who are these people? And what's happening to the way that we treat one another in this society? I mean, Trump's impact, I don't think is just political. I mean, it it is, it is seeped into the way people behave. I don't experience it that much probably because I don't leave the basement that often, but you know, people like uh, Tim Alberta and David French have experienced this. It is really amazing to me. And I'm really still grappling with this, struggling to understand what has happened because under any circumstances, when someone is at their father's funeral, their father's funeral, if you have nothing nice to say, you say nothing at all, you would never dream of imposing upon a person at such a vulnerable and sad time to hurt them further, to hurt them further. And you know, the the guy who did that, he feels justified because he truly worships Trump, not Jesus. That's one of the themes of Tim Alberta's book is that, uh, you know, this is a this is a mass idolatry moment for a lot of Christians. And boy, I mean, <laughs> to substitute Trump for Jesus, that's pretty interesting. But the other side of it is, and then again, with the Nancy French story, when you told me that, my, my heart started beating faster. I'm so outraged. Again, you know, she has received a terrible diagnosis. We are all pulling for her. I mean, this is a terrible, terrible trial for that whole family. And I wouldn't even, like, tease either Nancy or David about their choice of clothing at a moment like this. Like, you wouldn't wouldn't do anything that could potentially hurt them more. You want to support and help them in any way possible. And it is just beyond belief, these people. And honestly, I was talking about this with a friend who's not political, doesn't really follow the news that closely, but has seen the change. We're the same age. And she has seen the change in our social relations, in how people behave. And she said, how is this possible? And I said, the best I could do was that when the whole Republican Party virtually agreed to get behind Trump and to normalize him and say this that they support him, a lot of people are pretty nasty underneath, right? But usually the social sanction is to keep that under wraps. And if you take away the social sanction, we find out that those norms, the civilization is actually really rather thin. And this, I think, is... Theme of our podcast. Well, theme of well, our it's podcast. also the theme of conservatism yep. from Edmund Burke up till Donald That's Trump, right. which is that there's a reason That's for these right. things, that people are not by nature polite and thoughtful necessarily. That's why we cultivate these manners and, and you shatter it. And 
what do you expect? Yeah. You get Lord of the Flies. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with that. I just maybe I would phrase it slightly differently. I would say that we all have good days and bad days. And then there's a range of human beings. Some people are very compassionate. Some people are very loving, generous, et cetera. And then there are people who aren't. But what the social sanction does is that it makes a good person who on a bad day might be tempted to do a bad thing, makes them hesitate. And it makes the bad people every day hesitate because they know there will be a price to be paid for indulging that side of themselves. But people look at Trump and they say, well, he gets away with it. You know what I wonder? I wonder how much cheating on taxes has increased since Trump was elected president because he got away with it. And, you know, it's it's, how many people are saying, why should I be honest? You know, obviously nobody cares. It's not a scandal. It's not a shame to cheat on your taxes. I wonder how many people said, "Okay, well, why? It's not just cheating on taxes. And and I also wonder, you know, psychologically what's going on with Trump. And we, we talk about, you know, his decompensation. But, you know, n- normally, as you, as you say, you know, there are those social sanctions that rein people in, you know, that, you know, if you behave in a certain way that yeah. uh, bad things will happen, you will lose friends, you will lose your job, you will lose standing, um, you, you might get yourself in legal trouble. But what if you begin to believe that, you know what, there are no limits to to me. The, the worse I behave, the better it gets for me. So therefore, all of those even internal guardrails fall down because he's living in this sort of artificial universe where he thinks no matter how awful I am, no matter who I insult, no matter what, you know, what awful thing I do, I benefit. So again, that kind of normal restraint that society used to provide or require is gone with him. Where does that take us? I mean, does the rest of the country go along with it or is the rest of the country repelled by it? I mean, isn't that the big question of 2024? It is a big question. And uh, unfortunately, it may be decided by a narrow margin. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you were saying the worse I behave, the better it gets for me. Well, look at all the people on social media who, you know, they're vicious, they're nasty, they're dishonest. And what happens? Do they get sanctioned? No, they get more followers. Sure. When when the standard is clickbait or when you get more followers, yeah. when you get more money, when you get more fame, when you, you know, rally around, this is the thing is that the incentives, I'm sorry to use terms like this, but the incentive structure does not reward virtue and prudence and restraint any longer. Okay. So I'm really been looking forward to this conversation because, and th- there are, there are certain debates that I think are, are really interesting. And those are the debates between people who actually fundamentally agree. And you and I fundamentally agree at a very deep level about Donald Trump and how to handle Donald Trump. And yet you and I, in today's bulwark, took exactly opposite positions. And so I want to discuss that because I basically said that 2024 is the year of remembering and that we need to remember who Donald Trump is. So I devoted, you know, several hundred words to talking about his attacks on, on John McCain. You know, why couldn't he raise his arms? Well, because, you know, he'd broken his arms when he was a war hero, you draft-dodging freaking coward. You made the point, though, that we cannot become obsessed with this fire hose of awfulness because that allows Donald Trump to determine the conversation. So on the one hand, you're saying, don't get caught up in the hostages, the do a better job than Lincoln, the John McCain thing, because then we allow Trump to you know set the agenda. I was actually saying, though, we need to actually slow down and pay attention to each one of these things. But again, 
this is a different approach between two of us who completely agree about Donald Trump. So let's 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 talk about this because okay. Okay. I just think the part of the problem is that not going back and dwelling on this lets him get away with it. But you are right. His ability to hijack the news cycle is truly amazing. And we fall victim to it. To listen to the rest of this episode of Just Between Us, become a Bulwark Plus member today.